welcome to Limping on Cloud9. I am Jonathan Nato, and I am with Hamad Zaidi. Hey, Hamad, how's it going today? Hey, man, I'm well. Happy New Year. Yeah, you too. Uh, uh, how did your New Year's go? Man, it was awesome. Uh, Shahina and I, my wife and I, took Lena and Zoe to the Great Wolf Lodge. Do you know what that is? Oh, yeah, that's the, that's the uh, indoor water parks. Yeah, indoor water park in uh, in Southern California, where they guarantee the water remains 84 degrees. So nice. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. But, you know, what I wanted to dive in and talk about today is one of my most memorable New Year's Eves. And I believe it was 1996 turning into 1997. Okay. And, uh, you know, so it is not a childhood story. It's an adult story. Yeah, right? there you go. <laughs> But uh, to begin the story, let me just say that it started in March of 93 when I was introduced to Academy Award-nominated director and screenwriter Richard Linklater. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Rick is, is a great friend, wonderful guy, and just a cinematic auteur. Uh, for those who don't know who Rick is, he most recently was nominated for uh, Boyhood. And he started his career many, many years ago with Slacker. Mm. And I met him right after he did Days and Confused, which is, as you know, a brilliant comedy. Absolutely. Yeah, so I was introduced to Rick in March of 93 through a common friend. And I've got to give props to the common friend. His name is Chale Nafis. Mm. And Chale, at the time, was a cinematic professor at the Austin Community College. I was his student. Nice. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I was a student in about 86, 87. And I believe Richard Linklater was his student in 84, 85. So Chale was the common bond between us. And he's the one that introduced us in March of 93. Awesome. And I'll tell you, buddy, that is another story. How I <laughs> met Rick is it, it's an amazing, magical Cloud9 story. But I want to reserve that for another podcast. Absolutely. So uh, let's just dive in. Can we do that? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. In 1996, uh, Richard released a movie called Suburbia that was starring Nikki Cat. So what wound up happening is Chale calls me in the fall of 96, maybe uh, November-ish. Maybe it was actually December. And he says, hey, Hamad, if you're free for New Year's Eve... I have invites to Nikki Katz New Year's Eve party, right, <laughs> on Malibu Beach. And uh, I said, wow, are you kidding me? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, you know, and I said, but I don't know Nikki. And he's like, don't worry, man. I told him you're Rick's friend. He's fine with you coming. You can even bring your sister, right? Yeah, yeah. Because my sister Najla, I call her Dolly, but her real name is, is Najla. She's a filmmaker, screenwriter in her own right. And so uh, we, we brought her along. So here's the thing. I had all these visions of this huge party, right? Yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, there's going to be 400 people there. I've got to take a big stack of business cards because <laughs> I'm going to meet everybody. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And it's going to be on the beach. Know, Everyone's going to be partying. Everyone's going to be partying. They're going to be wasted. And since I don't drink at all, I'll, I'll bring my own stash of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> but in my mind, it was going to be amazing. So I'm like, yeah, Chale, we have to go to this party. Right? Yeah, totally. So, so we, we get some champagne for the party to, to bring to, as our offering. 
And we get there, and when we're outside, we don't see that many cars, right? Yeah. So I'm like, are we at the right place? When it, was this a joke? Did the party get canceled? What, what happened? <laughs> am I, and, am and I getting we, punked? <laughs> yeah, am I getting punked? I, this was actually before that TV show. Yeah, yeah exactly. That was really funny, though. <laughs> so we, we knock on the door, and Nikki Cat answers the door, right? Yeah. And, and Charlie's like, hey, Nikki, um, you know, this is Hamad and, and Najla. Hamad's Rick's friends, and Nikki brought us in. So we come in. It's us three, me, Charlie, Najla, Nikki, and a couple of Nikki's friends. So there's no more than seven or eight people there. Oh, man. Right? So, so my visions of this huge Malibu party turned into a very intimate, intimate situation. Right? Yeah. And we had great food laid out on a table. There was a fireplace in the corner that wasn't on yet. And uh, we just kind of sat around. And, you know, it's funny. Since this was a Richard Linklater contact, it's funny to me now that the whole evening kind of seemed like a Rick Linklater screenplay. <laughs> right? Maybe he was <laughs> testing the waters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was pretty wild because it was really just seven or eight people sitting around a table discussing your life, literally. Yeah. It, was, it, it kind of felt like uh, before sunrise and before sunset. Um, the movie that Rick directed and wrote. Yeah, you know? th- those were great. My, my wife and I watched those maybe a year ago or so. We loved those. Yeah, they were, they were tremendous, tremendous films. So he wrote those with Julie Delphi, but he, he, he directed them. So they were genius. So here's where the story goes. We're sitting around starting to talk. And then I look left and I see an actor that is really familiar to me, but... I can't figure out who he is. I mean, I know the face, but not the name. Yeah, right? yeah. And I don't want to be rude, and I don't want to say, hey, who are you? And then 40 minutes after that, it just hit me like a lightning rod. I'm like, oh, my God, I know who you are. Weren't you the annoying guy, the annoying roommate on Friends? And he just started laughing, and he's like, yeah, man, I'm Adam Goldberg, right? <laughs> now, now were, did you, like, stand up? Were you like, ah, I, I know who you are now. Like, were you all, like, uh, uh, busting busting up the conversation because it just hit you like a lightning rod? Yeah, a little bit. But the funny <laughs> thing is, you know, like I've said before, I'm not starstruck. But it was more like, I'm sure he kept on wondering, why is this guy staring at me? Right, right. Well, yeah, cause, and, and I'm sure it was bugging you because you're just like, you know, it's out of context. You're just like, man, I, I know who that guy is. I know I've seen him in something. I just can't remember what it is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, so um, when he told me he's Adam Goldberg, he said, yeah, I, you know, I was in um, uh, Friends. And after that, I said, well, wait a minute. Now I... You were not only in Friends, weren't you also in Rick's movie? Weren't you in um, Days and Confused? And he's like, yeah, I was. And then, and, and then Nikki Cat kind of teased me, and he's like, dude, I was in Days and Confused too. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I'm like, okay. I mean, everybody was in Days and Confused. Right. Everybody. I mean, Ethan Hawke, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Hey, exactly. Yeah, there's a ton you of know, guys in that. And Renee Zellweger. I mean, Everyone was in that movie. Yeah. Right? So we start talking. The evening goes on. 
and then guess what we do? You'll never guess what we do. I, I have no idea. Who knew? I have no idea where this is going to go. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and I had no idea where this is going to go because it was a really strange evening. But one of the actors, and I can't remember if it was Nikki Cat or, or Adam Goldberg or one of the other three actors who I really don't remember who they are. And you know what's going to happen. One of their assistants is going to hear this podcast <laughs> and they're going to say, how do you not know that this enormous A-list actor was there that evening? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my apologies to the other three gentlemen that were there. But somebody came up with the idea that what we should all do is take a piece of paper, rip it into seven little pieces or eight pieces, depending on how many people were, were there, and write our biggest fears on the paper and then throw the paper in a fire. Start the fire and throw it in. Mm, mm. And, man, that was the coolest thing. Yeah, that's, it was that's so cool. wild. Man, that, that's really cool. So you all just kind of took a strip of paper, wrote down something. Now, now, no one looked at anyone else's, right? You just wrote it down through in the fire. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You know, and, and no one – and as we were doing this, like I didn't say, hey, I'm afraid of this or I'm afraid that I'm hooking my hand into my chest right now because I'm nervous. No, I didn't say any of that. Okay, I just, okay. I just wrote it down and threw it in the fire. And as we were doing this, we were eating, we were drinking, and then we we're having this really odd conversation, right? <laughs> and what I remember most about the – when I mean odd, I mean beautiful. Yeah. Right? It was amazing. Yeah. But the conversation was Nikki Cat kept saying – that if the acting thing didn't work out for him, he was going to become a motorcycle mechanic. Because <laughs> no kidding. He loved motorcycles. No kidding. You know? And, and um, Adam Goldberg kept talking about how badly he wants to act and how he wants more opportunities. And everyone was having – and Adam also talked about um, a movie he was doing with Steve Buscemi at the time called Scotch and Milk. Oh, man. Which – you know, what she kept telling me was a, a, he was doing it in black and white. Yeah. Right? And um, so we're just having this great cinema. It, the conversation flowed from movies to personal life. But basically, movies were talked about maybe like one and a half percent of the time. Yeah. The rest of it was just all personal life, where we wanted to go, what we wanted to do, how we saw 1997 changing our lives, because this was... New Year's Eve 96 going into 97. Yeah, yeah. And then I've got to share. You know what happened to those guys? Mm. Two months after New Year's Eve, like in late February sometime or early March, Adam Goldberg signed a huge television development deal. No kidding. Right? And and then Adam, uh, shortly after then, he got cast for Saving Private Ryan. Oh, man. You know, which is... That's he, huge. He, he has a, a amazing role in that. He is uh, in the, the one scene I remember. Of him, he was a guy at the end, um, toward the end. He was the guy that had the uh, the the you know the, the Star of David yeah. necklace on. Yeah. And he kept on showing it to the to the German soldier. That was Adam. That was yeah. like an amazing, amazing scene. Man. So so Adam's career launched, and then you know what happened to Nikki? You being from Boston, he. Um, Nikki was cast as one of the leads of that uh, TV show, Boston Public. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so all these things happened right after that New Year's Eve. Now, I can't take credit for <laughs> our throwing stuff in the fire, for, for doing anything. 
but man, what an amazing moment. Yeah, it was that's... just so cool. That's awesome. I mean, that that must have been, uh, I mean, for me, if I would have heard, like, this actor, you know, at the time, too, it would have been like, you know, if he was like, oh, if it doesn't work out, like, if it doesn't work out, dude, I think it's working out, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think you got to worry about it. I think it's working out right now. <laughs> and you know what's funny is here I'm thinking, as we're having this talk, uh, you know, n- not you and I having a talk, but as they're having that talk on that night. Yeah. All I was thinking is, dude, one of you guys has a recurring role on Friends. The other guy, you know, is a lead of Richard Linklater's movie. Right, right. Yeah, it's working out, buddy. It's <laughs> yeah, working out. Exactly. But it's also funny, too, to hear him be like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be a Harley Davidson mechanic. Because, I mean, most people would probably think, oh, a, a movie star would never, like, lower themselves to that. Like, they, they would, you know find a way to work in a studio or produce or, you know, like no one would ever want to, you know, work with their hands, you know, like, so that's really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. But, you know, as you're saying that, I'm just thinking that Richard Linklater is a very earthy, down to earth, you know, real person, like a real person. Yeah. Right. So people close to him are probably like minded. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, pro- which is probably why all these people were just so inviting. I mean, they didn't know who I was. I know, all yeah. They knew is yeah. That, all they knew is that I was a friend of Charlie's who was also a friend of Rick's. Right. That's all they knew. Yeah. And, and they invited my sister and I into their home for the evening. And, you know, I've been to a lot of blowout New Year's Eve parties. I mean, New Year's Eve 2000 for me was I did Y2K in Austin, Texas. Oh, man. You know, with a million people on 6th Street with my, with my buddy Kelly Nix. That was intense and amazing. And I'll never forget Y2K turning into 2000. But I'll tell you, 96 turning into 97 with seven or eight people in Nikki Cat's place on Malibu Beach was just a memory I will never, ever, ever forget. Yeah, that's understandable. Man, that's, you know, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, it, it really was. So what, you know what I wanted to say, Jonathan, it's people out there? It's the beginning of January. You guys have 362 more days of 2017. And trust me when I say you can get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and for those of you listening to this and saying, okay, this guy is just intensely lucky and he must have contacts or he wouldn't know these people. Uh, I'll tell you the truth is I kind of limp my way into most of these situations. Yeah. You know? And, and uh, what usually happens is I just keep my world open. I just keep possibilities open. I like meeting people. I like knowing people. I try not to say no to new things because I want to experience it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you live an open life, what happens is exactly what, what this is. You yeah. Know? yeah, no, exactly. You just need to, to take action and keep moving forward. You know, I mean... Some you know yeah. you you easily could have been like, wow, Nikki Cat, that's really cool, but like I don't I don't know anyone, you know, and it, I, I I don't really feel comfortable. Maybe I'm not gonna go. Yeah, well, you know what's funny is if I had one negative, I'll tell you this to wrap up. If I had one negative, I would think that. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. if I said, okay, I don't want to go because I have a disability, then I'd say, okay, that's a negative. I talk myself out of it. Yeah. But dude, 
I have multiple negatives, right? So I'm like, I'm also a minority and I'm short. So once you have a lot of negatives, you're just like, ah, screw it. I'm, I'm, I'm just who I am. It can't get any gonna, worse. It can't get any worse. They're either going to dig me or they're not going to dig me. But what I'm going to do is just enjoy myself and see what happens. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, that, yeah, definitely. That That's the thing, you know, you just need to see those opportunities and take them. Absolutely. So for people out there, as we wind up this podcast, please promise me, or better yet, promise yourself, you're actually going to do something. You're going to get out there and you're going to do something. You're going to embrace every single moment. Enjoy the moment. And let me wrap up with one quote from Mr. John Lennon, the genius. Mm. He, he always said in one of his songs, he said, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. Exactly. And, and to me, there's really no other way to encapsulate how you should live, but to live every single moment. Yeah, no, definitely. That's, uh, that's, right, per- that's perfect. Yep, so that's what I have for everybody today. All right, so hey, Hamon, how, uh, how can they get a hold of you? Well, if they want to get a hold of me, they can email me at hamad at hamadzaidi.com, and that's H-A-M-M-A-D at H-A-M-M-A-D-Z-A-I-D-I.com. And, uh, Jonathan, you can tell everybody where else they can find us. All right, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, soon-to-be Stitcher Radio, uh, soon-to-be have a YouTube channel. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. We have a, a Facebook uh, page that you can check out. We have a Twitter account you can check out, Limping on Cloud9. You can find us all over the place. And, uh, you know, everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Please spread the word. Share Hamad's story. Share the podcast. Uh, leave us a review anywhere you possibly can. It's all greatly appreciated. And uh, we'll talk to you all next episode. See ya. Take care.